Hello and welcome to today's daily episode. It is Thursday of the Things Nobody Tells You podcast. I almost forgot the name of my own podcast. Again, I did that last week too. The Things Nobody Tells You podcast. Welcome. Hello, hello, hello. I hope you're having a wonderful day. I hope whenever you're listening to this during your day that if anybody has given you grief, if anybody has given you a little rat-a-ta-ta-ta today, that you knocked them right back out. Because I'm telling you, I'm in a mood. I'm in a mood. And there's nothing worse than a person who wants to come at you and tell you how to live your life when you didn't ask for their opinion. So, rat-a-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta, you come for me today, you will be put back in your box. You just will be. And people... People are testing the trials and tribulations of me today. And all I have to say is, ratatatata. <laughs> I've, ju- I've been tested. I've been pushed to the limit. Okay. Now, there are some things that have saved me. And we're going to talk about those things today. One of them is my best friend, Taylor Swift. So I just want everyone to be aware of that. And then this other thing is a, a shoulder massager. I got um it was actually given to me which I was very grateful for so that's also helped work out the tension that I have absorbed from the difficult people in the world trying to come at me today I absorbed the tension because unfortunately for me I do that and it all sits in my shoulders so luckily I have a shoulder massager thing that it looks ridiculous but I'm it's I'm very fortunate for it I'm a grateful gal. Okay. The other thing I want to just disclaimer, I don't know how everyone has been feeling about the podcast. Uh, please leave a review, rate, please subscribe. Let me know your thoughts. If you're sick of daily episodes, please let me know. I would like to not be providing content that isn't liked by the people. I want your feedback. I want to know your vibe. Let me know. Thank you for everyone who has written in or called in to the Buckle Up Hotline. You, A lot of you called in this week. Super grateful. Please keep calling in. I need as many as I can get. I like doing episodes where I do like a long string of them. It's really entertaining. So please, please, please call in or write in. It, it totally, both options are there for you in the description where you're ever listening, wherever you're listening to this podcast. Um, the other thing I kind of want to say is, uh, look, life is really difficult sometimes. And a lot of you have been DMing me about a lot of things that have been happening in your lives. And it's all kind of, there's a lot of change for everyone. And I love that you guys share with me so much of what's going on with you because I do it to you. So it's like, we're just a big group of oversharers. And all I have to say is like everyone going through something, every, everyone is going through something right now, like on an ultra level. I don't know what's going on with the moon, the stars, I got to bring Angela back on the podcast to ask her. Like it, it, it is a doozy for everyone right now. This is what I will say. Just breathe. <laughs> Be grateful for what you have, not the difficulties you're going through because it'll, it'll ground you a little bit. Um, and just stay the course. Okay, this will pass. Everything will pass. Everyone's really going through it. And just, just stay the course. Do something every single day, something really tiny that makes you happy. For me... That's making my bed in the morning. I I like then knowing in the night I'm getting into like a crisp sheet. That's that's my my joy. So 
or I'll reorganize a closet, you know, like the, the I mean, when I have time, but like still like the, like the little piece of joy. Do you know what I mean? But that's also because I'm weird. So everyone do your own thing. Let's move in to the daily pod people. And yeah, I don't care that you're sick of hearing about my best friend. You get to hear about her because I got to talk about it. Dr. Taylor Swift, my best friend, um, is went from Melbourne to Sydney at the start of this week for her Sydney tour dates, which are this Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And I am so excited. I'm so excited because there's a lot of speculation if maybe the Sydney show will have a few added things. Now, one thing it will have is Mr. Travis Kelsey, her boyfriend, man who just won the Super Bowl because he's a football thingy-majiggy. So that's very exciting. And it's difficult because of the time difference. But not today, but yesterday or the day before yesterday. It depends when you listen to this. Taylor went to the Sydney Zoo by her with her dancers and her band, okay, and her backup singers. She went there. Um, and was seen out and about had quite a bit of privacy but like there's a lot of aerial shots of her which tells me that either the security cameras at the zoo are being leaked or paparazzi are legit using a helicopter um, and then she went back yesterday today slash yesterday with Travis to the zoo she was like you know what Trav you gotta see these kangaroos and I don't blame her okay but as someone who grew up with kangaroos in her front yard all I have to say is like "Eh, yeah sure I see why it's like a phenomenon to people who aren't Australian for me I'm like well actually when we were growing up we wanted them to go away because they kept eating a vegetable garden so it is it is very interesting when you look at like maybe a girl who grew up in the country of Australia versus versus an American going to an Australian zoo. I like it. I remember I took someone to a zoo, I think in the U S and I forget if they had a kangaroo like on loan or something, or it was a different, I don't know. Remember where I was. I was somewhere. It wasn't in Australia and they had an Australian animal and the person I was with went ballistic. They were like, Oh my God. And I was like, this is literally a rodent to us. Like, what do you, what, what? It was hilarious. I mean, don't get me wrong. Love them. You don't, but like they destroy your garden. So like you don't want them in your front yard. (laughs) It just, it cracks me up. I will say I've been missing my homeland so much. I have been missing my homeland so much. Does it make a difference that Taylor is in my homeland? Yes. Yes, it does. But then I get on Australian TikTok and I'm like, oh, I miss Melbourne. Oh, I miss Tasmania. I miss all these things. Oh, I need to plan a trip. I miss it so much. And if you are an Australian listener, please know. I just love you. (laughs) I love you. Predominantly, my audience is American. But I will say the next in line, I feel like under a few European countries, I don't know why I'm so popular in Europe, pop off, I'm here for it, is Australia. And I miss you and I love you. And I really, (laughs) I don't know why I'm going through, it's definitely because Taylor is there, but I'm going through like a a range of emotions where I just miss my homeland an aggressive amount. I don't know what to tell you. So anyway, Taylor has 
taken Travis to the Sydney Zoo. Now, there was a little bit of a, of a little controversy, if you don't know this, because, and not, not Taylor's fault, but, so there's the Taronga Zoo, which is in, in the same, is in the same state. And then there's Sydney Zoo. Now, Sydney Zoo is a new zoo. It's not, it's in the most re- recent of times, okay? Taronga Zoo, I have been to Taronga Zoo, all right? Everyone has been to Taronga Zoo. It's a different vibe and it's just, it just, you've I've been to Taronga Zoo. I actually rec- remember I did an episode the other day where I said I'd never been to Sydney. I realized I actually have been to Sydney as a child and we the only point of us going there we road tripped because we couldn't afford the flights and it was we went to Taronga Zoo. So I realized that when this zoo speculation came up but basically Taronga Zoo sued Sydney Zoo over the name because now when you Google Sydney Zoo, like that's the zoo that comes up, not Taronga Zoo, not Taronga Zoo. So it's like, <laughs> it's actually, it's so Australian. I love it. They're like, nah, you're not going to be named. You're not going to be named the number one zoo in Sydney. We <laughs> I just love a little Australian drama. I have this friend, her, her, name, her name is Kath and we're we're Facebook friends and I will she will update me on all like the Australian drama and it's like the most bizarre thing if there's if I if I could do one thing in Australia I would be a radio host do you know why because it's the most juicy drama like and I would just sit there and watch like I would just sit there and watch like the drama that unfolds in these radio stations in Australia I don't know why but Kath's just telling me all about it because she works in a radio station and she's just telling me all about it and I'm like Kath what and I never met Kath I want to be clear I've never met her never met her but she's my friend I've never met her she is mutual friends with every single person I know from my childhood. So I know she's a real person, but never met her. And she just likes to give me updates. She found me on TikTok one day and then realized we were mutual friends and said, I'm, we're friends on Facebook. And I went and looked at me where we had been for years. And I was like, oh yeah. And she looks familiar. I'm from a place where like everybody knows who everybody is, but maybe we don't know your name. Like if someone looks different, if some, if, if, if an, let's just say, if I saw a different face I hadn't seen before, I would do a double take. Or I wouldn't do a double take because it'd be very clear you're tourists. It's one of those two things. One of those two things. I think that was one of the other reasons I like was very keen on not staying there for university because I was like, I just want to experience something new. And I, I applied to universities everywhere, like everywhere. I even applied to the university in my, like in the city I was from wasn't a city like <laughs> I don't want to call where I'm from a city but we do we call it a I don't think we no we call it a town call it going into yeah we are a city I guess I don't know why that word just sounds weird we don't really have a city vibe but we're proud of that we don't we don't really need a city vibe we have like we have town we go to town anyway so <laughs> that sounds weird anyway I miss my homeland and that's that's the gospel um I am so interested to see the things that come out tonight so we can talk about it tomorrow morning with Taylor 
and Travis at the show. Is she going to say karma is the guy on the Chiefs coming straight home to me? Is she going to do the Sydney chant? Like, if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's fine. Like, you don't really need to. But, like, these are relevant things that we need to know. Like, th- this is going to be a big weekend for me. I'm not going to lie to you. I have maybe plan to stay up late to watch the live streams on the weekend. Like I don't do that on a weekday because like I have to function. But like on the weekend, I might stay up and listen to the live streams. Might see the surprise songs live. Like let's see if we get another mashup. I don't know. These are all important things. Travis did land in a private jet. There is some pushback online for that. But um, you know what? I, I actually don't think it was her private jet either. I think it was a private jet. So I don't, I don't know. Whatever that is, I hope they have a wonderful time. I l- Look, this is one thing I will say. Our Australian economy has gone up and down for many years. If you are an American and you take your American dollars to Australia right now, you get a lot more bang for your buck. Now, I'm not saying that's actually a good thing. It's actually pretty annoying for Australia. And I am not an economist or a financial anything. But all I will say is I am super grateful for everyone who is not in Australia who is from other parts of the world, who is going and putting money into our Australian economy because we so heavily rely on tourism and we're in kind of a limbo time when in seasons and it can be very, it can be very difficult. And like I have a lot of small businesses in my family, like we rely on tourism heavily, especially we, you know, I'm from an island, like we only, our main industry is tourism. So, you know, we very heavily rely on it and I'm, I'm just really grateful that people are helping our Australian economy, some more, some hopefully supporting some local businesses opposed to the big box chains. And I just, I'm very, very grateful. And, um, you can definitely, like I've spoken to several family members and you can tell the difference in the economy when she is in town. And it's so interesting. Like, Because people, if they're coming from out of town, they do a whole trip. They don't just come for her. And so it's great. It's amazing. I'm very excited and I'm, I'm very happy for hopefully what it does for our Australian economy and small businesses because it's, it's important, you know, after Australia, she goes to Singapore and then I looked at her dates and I'm like, oh, is she just not going home for like a year? Like, like, can you imagine not going, like you'd never go back to your apartment or your house for a whole year because you're just on tour. That must be insane. Must be crazy. Anyway, I, I'm ex- I, I'm here to watch the global enterprise that is Taylor Swift and her tag along. I guess he's you know big in his own right. He's a Super Bowl champion, but still, like you know, he's the tag along. Taylor is queen. I'm just gonna put it right there. The other day, I referred to Travis Kelsey as father, and the person I was talking to was like your father and I was like oh no 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 my my new father my new father um Travis Kelsey so he's my adopted dad and um I you know I accept him I <laughs> he's welcome into the family I sound insane I don't care I don't care it's been a rata today I told you don't mess with me okay I'm gonna move on from my best friend all right I promise I'm moving on moving on you guys let's talk about Meryl Streep Okay, now I have had many, Meryl and I, I, Meryl, Meryl is my spirit animal. Meryl is someone who I've had multiple, I actually can't, I was about to tell you something and I'm not allowed to, so never mind. I, Meryl 
I know, just listen to this. I know Meryl is an amazing human being and I have this on very good authority and you can just trust me on this. She is an actual gem of a human. Like she just is such a kind human being and she's so grounded. And you would think with the career she'd had, she'd be like, oh, no. She is one of the most grounded, humbled actors, women you will ever meet. She is so humbled that you do a double take and you're like, are you what? Are you Meryl? She might even tell you no. That's how humbled she is. Okay. She is. And her daughters, the most incredible humans. I have been. Look, this is all I'm going to say. I have been mistaken for Meryl Streep's daughter on multiple occasions. And we do have very physical similarities. It is. Yes. A hundred percent. I understand how it's happened. I once went into an audition and the person clearly hadn't looked at my uh, headshot and resume and called me a gummer sister, which is the, the last name of Meryl Streep's daughter. And I was, I didn't know who it was at the time. I was very young. And I was like, what? And I was just like, ah, ha, ha, ha. And just like sort of agreed, but didn't know what I was agreeing to. Did the audition and left. And then I went and Googled it. And I was like, oh, no. And I'll never forget emailing my agent at the time being like, I'm, pretty sure that casting director thought I was Meryl Streep's daughter just maybe we just if they reach out maybe correct it like if I don't get it that's let's leave it but like let's correct it if they reach out because I don't need to be impersonating anyone at this point in my life and they were like yeah okay yeah well if we hear back and we did not hear well maybe we did it was so long ago I don't remember but anyway that was that was that um, well, speaking of Meryl Streep, she was seen, she, I had no idea that she had like, se- I don't know if they're divorced, but she separated from her husband. And, um, so then there was all these rumors. I think we talked about this, about her and Martin Short. Love Martin Short. Also an incredible person. And last night they were seen on like an intimate, at an intimate dinner together in Santa Monica and they're 74 and 73 so they're around the same age and they are both on the same tv show now um only murders in the building and i or have been on it i don't know if meryl is going to be on the new season but uh i that looks like all these headlines are like intimate dinner date it's like they they literally work together they're around the same age and they're of the same like similar caliber in the industry they're friends like why are we perpetuating just because all of a sudden it's come out that she's separated that she can't have dinner with a friend I don't like us speculating about Meryl if Meryl wants to tell us she's dating someone she probably won't but I don't think this is that headline if it is if it is true Meryl I support whoever you choose to date you're a legend you're a queen you're the goat and I love you and Martin you're also great you're like the uncle who turns up at every seventh birthday I have. And I'm very excited for your long career still to come because you're an icon. You're a comedy icon. Off you go, Martin. So I didn't approve of those headlines because this is just a podcast where I disapprove of the (laughs) headlines. But I'm just saying, like, I will stay in Meryl Streep till the end of my days. And she is a genius and the kindest person on the planet. And pop off Meryl get yours have dinner uh she went to a very fancy restaurant and I will tell you I have been to this restaurant before by accident 
I had arranged, I'm not going to say the name of the restaurant, but it's very fancy. And I had arranged for me and a friend who had come into town from Australia. I was like, I'm going to get them like a great restaurant booking. There's a restaurant with a similar name to this in a similar part of town. And I booked that restaurant, not this restaurant, went to this restaurant and said, I have a reservation. And they were like, okay. And I, I forget if it was like done by initials or whatever. And I gave them the initials. They sat us down or gave them the name. They sat us down. And then like 15 minutes into us sitting down, came over and like, you don't have a reservation. You need to leave. It was my bad. It, I, we went to the wrong. I didn't know I was going to the right or the wrong place. So we did leave. They did um, give us the complimentary drink we'd already ordered, though. But it was just a Sprite. So it was like a dollar. So, it, you know, it was fine. But anyway, <laughs> that was I've never attempted to go to a fancy restaurant. Since. <laughs> it was mortifying. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm going to talk about something that I actually have no relation to, but it's it just seems it just grossed me out to hear about it. So I'm going to tell you I'm going to traumatize you guys. So I don't know if you guys ever watched The O.C. I never watched it. It was a TV show. I in the 2000s. I never watched it. It was it was too I was too young for it by a few years and it was too American. We just didn't have it. And anyway, I obviously Misha Barton. Misha Barton was the the star of it and she was like half British, half American. So like she was actually known in Australia like we knew who she was I forget if she had like been on neighbors or something but she she we knew who she was anyway she was on the show when she was very young and her co-star Ben McKenzie they played like love interests on the show and she was 17 and he was 25 and she just did um an episode of call her daddy where essentially she talked about the fact that they dated in in real life um and that was the real life age gap um and it wasn't just an on-screen situation and it was very complicated for her and that just if you watch the show and I have seen pieces of it you you it you don't actually see the age difference because he looks very young or she looks she's made to look a bit older but it is rather disturbing that like that was actually the norm for back then, especially with TV shows and an on-screen romances maybe being off-screen. You saw this a lot in Disney Channel. And I just, it's so, I just think it's so wrong because I think it just messes, especially women and girls, it just messes them up a bit. And it's just not fair. Like there needs to be like a, there was no layer of protection, especially back then. And quite frankly, I don't really feel like there is now. But it's just 17 and 25. And it's almost like you were thrown into it because he played your on-screen love interest. Like, you wouldn't have met him if it wasn't for this job. And you were underaged. And underage. And I just, I, there was a lot of controversy online about it, saying this was disgusting, this wasn't okay. And I just, I, I feel like Misha Barton is such a, calm spirit and I think it's important that things like this are talked about because it's not okay and it is it is disturbing and knowing that these things are probably still happening is not great it's not good it's not good I think every person who is not an adult deserves a level of protection even if you're 17 and about to become an adult you deserve a level of protection and that just isn't given and it, I just don't agree with it I just really don't but like I said I never really watched the OC it was just 
it, it was a little too out of touch for the life I had, I think. So it was just like I didn't get it. I didn't get it. But I knew about it. And it was very much a style iconic show. Like a lot of style and things came out. It was, it was, it was, it was iconic. Like everyone knew about it. I knew it existed. Anyway, moving on. This is kind of sad. But I want to talk about this because this is a person that I love. Wendy Williams. Now, Wendy Williams has had one of the most interesting careers. She started in radio. She was basically told she would never become anything and then went on to have one of the most successful talk shows and got like gossip news talk shows where she also had guests. Like she could sit there and talk to the audience and the audience wanted to talk back to her. And it was, it was a new thing. Like she, she filled a hole in the market that people that just hadn't existed before. And many people doubted her and she became insanely successful. She went through a horrible divorce. She had a husband who did some horrible things, cheated on her, had a secret mistress, like you name it, it was done to her. And she was pulled through the media for it. She was blamed for it. Not him. She was. And it was horrible. Well, Wendy Williams has disappeared from the limelight for a while to, due to a lot of health issues, allegedly. And allegedly she has now been diagnosed with dementia and a primary progressive aphasia. I think I'm saying that right, aphasia. And she's only 59, and it was the Wendy Williams show that announced this new diagnosis in a press release. So I'm I'm pretty positive this is legitimate. But it's just so sad to me. It's just so sad. I, and I think there's a documentary coming out of her very in the next few days on Lifetime. I'm going to figure that out and let you know. But she, I mean, she was just an icon for so many people and she broke a lot of barriers down and she paved the way for a lot more people. And I think it's people like that. You really have to acknowledge what they have accomplished and not focus on maybe the downfalls that have happened to them. And I think too many people celebrate the downfalls of the people who climb so high. I really liked Wendy Williams. I mean, I don't know where she's at now in her life. I hope she has the health, the health care she needs dementia is no joke and it is terrible for family members to have to live through watching a loved one go through that but I just I hope she has the care she needs uh and I think there's been a lot of like where's Wendy speculated on the internet and I think if this is true and this is legitimate then we know we know what's happened to Wendy she's been very sick and dealing with this and dementia is not dementia is so unknown and so difficult to navigate and it's it's honestly my worst nightmare for my family members is is like Alzheimer's or dementia something like that where the brain starts to forget the life they have the person they are the people around them it's mm -mm. I don't wish that on anyone so that's what's happening with Wendy and I wish her the best because this is so sad I need I'm gonna miss Wendy I'm gonna miss Wendy I really am I wish her the best I hope her documentary does well she deserves that as long as she's getting some money from it if she's not then don't know how I feel about it 
Anyway, that wraps up today's newsworthy episodes. I'm not doing a run from men this week. I just took a break from it. Why? No reason. I just did. Like I just I was going to tell you all yesterday because it was a new segment I was working on. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just keeping it to myself until everything is finalized. So run for men will be back next week. Um, You guys, I'll talk to you tomorrow. I'll have Taylor news for you tomorrow. You know this. Sorry, not sorry. I love you all. As always, don't do anything I wouldn't do, but it gives you so much wiggle room. You'll be fine. Have a wonderful day. Bye.